live. What's up, everybody? It's Chris Denman, and we are in St. Louis, Missouri. We have a great show planned tonight. It's a little pop-up podcast action. Thanks to our friends at Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. What's on deck, you ask? I'm going to wait and see if anybody posts that in the comments. What's on deck, Chris? Lots of stuff is happening. Here's how it's going to go. It's going to be a bit of a variety show tonight. We have our friend DJ Murph going to do a set right off the top. I have a feeling that's why most of you are here. DJ Murph, great St. Louis DJ. You can catch him all around town. Very talented performer. He's performing in downtown St. Louis live from his house. After DJ Murph, we're going to have our boy E.T. coming in. He's got all kinds of Jack Daniels knowledge because he's in a very important role for Jack Daniels. He's out in Los Angeles. He's going to show us a staycation drink. So get ready for a cocktail demonstration from a man who's invented more drinks than I could possibly imagine. So very excited to have E.T. Oh, the show usually has comics on. What do you think about that? Well, we've got a last comic standing champion, Alonzo Bowden. Headlines, the group with Mia Jackson. You've seen her on Last Comic Standing. She also has a Comedy Central special out right now. Our friend Meredith Hopping, St. Louis comic funny as well. We're going to roast Tiger King. You guys aren't tired of it yet. I know you want to hear some funny jokes. So very excited about that. We'll have a very special surprise musical guest right after the Tiger King roast segment. And then DJ Murph will uh, close it out in the evening. Everybody watching, wherever you're at, please stay safe. And if you're under 21, please do not drink. We don't uh, encourage that whatsoever. Jack Daniels, cheers and you all. We're here live in St. Louis. We're going to throw it to DJ Murph right now. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Are we up? We're live? Oh, shit. What's good, guys? My name is DJ Murph. Hopefully you can hear me all right. Shout out, Chris. Shout out the guys over at we are
Let's see the print dance on the people roll up at me after joint dance and dance on the people, people dance on the people. I got people on the people, people dance on the people with the people on the people smoking CO2. See me, see you dance on the people. Climb up on the booth, hanging from the people on the people. My head is the roof, dancing on the ceiling on the people. I got people on the people dancing, dancing on the people. I got purple hats, see the print dance on the people roll up at me after joint dance and dance on the people, people dance on the people. I got people on the people, people dance on the people with the people on the people smoking CO2. See me, see you dance on the people. on the people like I Quick shout out, Jack Daniels. We are live. Chris, appreciate you having me on. We're going to go in a different direction. Watch this one.
Jack Daniels, hope y'all drinking tonight. I'm <laughs> sorry. 
like one of my favorite songs ever. Brush up my shoulders, but not cause it's colder.
Yo, thank you guys. I appreciate y'all listening. Sending it back over to Chris. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys afterwards. What's up, everybody? DJ Murph, thanks to Jack Daniels, made that happen. They're making all this happen tonight. Excited to have DJ Murph. He rocks it so hard, he put me in the shirt. That's what happened. That's how things are going tonight. So if you're just tuning in, my name is Chris Simmons. We do this show. We are live. We do a virtual happy hours every Thursday. We do a trivia show every Friday. We have lots of fun, and some of that fun includes talking to experts in cocktails like <laughs> Jack Daniels, U.S. brand ambassador, E.T. He'll be joining us in just a second. While you're tuned in, I need you to know, it's not just going to be cocktails. We just had a great DJ set. Uh, DJ Murph is going to come out and close the show. So shout out to him. We're going to throw to three comics here in a bit. Our friend Alonzo Bowden, he won last comic standing. Extremely funny guy. You know him from NPR as well. Mia Jackson, as well as Meredith Hopping, going to join. We're going to roast. We're going to do a roast segment called Target Practice. And we're going to roast Tiger King. And then we have a very special surprise musical guest. It's going to be a hell of a show. But the only way it's a hell of a show is whenever we bring on E.T. himself to talk cocktails. We've even got a special cocktail just for tonight. My man, how is California? I wore this shirt in honor <laughs> of your uh, in honor of the cocktail you're making for us tonight, man. How are you? Are you holding up in uh, in these strange times, sir? Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Thank you. Hope the same for you. I am. I mean, yeah. if I'm wearing this shirt, it means things are kind of going white, right? right? <laughs> I take it one day at a time. That, that's exactly right. So you are you have a, a very storied, I guess we'll call it a career, infamous uh, run of things that have happened <laughs> over the last few years. Uh, this is hilarious. I saw this in your bio, and you probably talk about this quite a bit. So you are the U.S. Uh, brand ambassador for Jack Daniels. Very important role. Uh, but let's roll it back to your earlier career. Uh, you've worked at several crazy clubs in Los Angeles. Uh, I believe you started off on the East Coast, but you... You have a claim to the shot, the surfer on acid. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk drinks, man. Uh, yeah, true story. True story. Uh, you know, anyone that's ever had it, I apologize. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, you know, look, when I was 22, 21, and just started bartending, uh, Jaeger was becoming super popular, and um, it wasn't my thing at the time. My palate wasn't really ready for for that kind of uh, flavor. You know, that was an era of a lot of syrups and a lot of cordials that were kind of not awesome, but that was what I was used to. And then along comes Jaeger. And I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this. And I guess my go-to at the time to make anything taste good, which is probably very evident in the cocktail we're going to have in a minute, is pineapple and coconut. And I was like, I wonder if that trick works on Jaeger. So I made a shot with Jaeger, pineapple, and a coconut rum. And it wasn't bad. And, you know, at the bar, people started drinking it. I think, honestly, like I had some really humble name, like E.T.'s Awesome Shot. And uh, <laughs> it, it really wasn't taking. And like one night, I don't know, a bunch of like young guys came in, 21, 22, and they ordered 10 surfer on acids. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? what is that shot? And they proceeded to tell me like it's, you know, Irish cream and banana liqueur and actual cream. And I think it was like 10 ingredients. I made it for them. They drank it. They walked away. And, you know, I was like, you know, that shot will never go anywhere. And I said, it's a pretty good name, though. So figuring the shot would go nowhere, I took their name, put it on my drink. And lo and behold, a few bartenders found out about it. And then Jaeger found out about it. 
and they started pushing it as a shot on their like cocktail deck and it just took off from there. Well, I'll say this, congrats on that, but uh, cheers to moving on and uh, green pastures. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, it's funny now, I actually enjoy the Jaeger, the Amaros and Jaeger and stuff like that, but back then that was just not my thing. It's trouble. So you're, you're located in Los Angeles. I assume uh, you've had some history at some of the, the crazy rock clubs and you don't make your way to U.S. brand ambassador for a brand like Jack Daniels without some love for the brand itself. But I guess just give us a peek into how do you get approached? How does a brand that's uh, iconic like Jack Daniels come up to you and say, you're the guy like this <laughs> is this is what's happening now. I'm going to need you to speak on our behalf. You're going to make cocktails for uh, podcasts in St. Louis and you get to live out all your wildest dreams. Right, right. <laughs> um, good question. You know, I, I think I got to Jack through music, you know, Jack himself was a big fan of music. He used to sponsor this band back in Lynchburg in his day, uh, the Silver Coronet Band. He, I think he bought instruments through Sears and Roebuck and supplied this local band that would play in the town square. So music was always part of Jack, even back, you know, in 1800s. And for me, you know, my father was all Sinatra all the time. And my mother basically, you know, I would say bred rock and roll to me in utero. And both those worlds kind of meet at Jack Daniels. So I think the Sinatra effect and, you know, famous rock pictures of, of people I idolize drinking Jack Daniels, I would say influenced my decision to try it for the first time. But over the years, you know, you become an adult, you can drink whatever you want. And it was always the whiskey in the bottle that kept me coming back for more. And the last gig I had in LA, I was there 15 years, um, my best gig. Um, and, for some, I don't know, for some reason, but the owner, when he built the bar, he had three restaurants in LA that were super iconic in mind that he was trying to nod to. And one of them was the Rainbow Bar and Grill where, you know, all the rock stars hung out in the 70s and 80s. And as a, you know, as a homage to that, that uh, place, he put a wall of Jack Daniels above the bar. So when I got the job there, you know, I was like, did I die and go to heaven? It's like Nirvana here. And... <laughs> You know, because of that, a lot of the Jack people would come into that bar. Um, and even back in the day, our, our uh, previous distiller, Jimmy Bedford, would come in. And, you know, was, I was like, this is the greatest gig ever. Like, Jack people come in here. They give you Jack stuff, and it's awesome. And they started realizing what a fan I was. So, you know, it was like one of those things where it just kind of started. Hey, do you think you might be able to host this dinner for us? Hey, do you think you can develop cocktails for us? And, you know... Yeah, sure. Great. And <laughs> it just kept win. going and going. I remember the first time I left LA to do a job for them, it was in San Diego and, you know, Jack's, a, it's a, you know, it's not a small company. It's like, you know, keep your mileage. We'll reimburse you for everything. And I remember the woman I was working with, I was like, you know, the mileage thing, you could also just pay me in whiskey. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm like, I know you have a trunk full of whiskey. Every rep I've ever met has their product in the back of the car. So sure enough, after the gig, she's like, here you go. I'm like, this is really awesome. Da, and then da. it just kept evolving. And before you know it, here I am. No, that's fantastic. And, uh, and we're having a lot of fun tonight because of that and because of the relationship you guys form. And it's, uh, it's been fun so far. I don't know if you caught any of uh, DJ Murph. That was a blast. We're going to have yeah, some great comics fun. roasting Tiger King. Have you seen Tiger King? <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> See, I'm I'm so close to cutting a, a Tiger King quarantine haircut, man. It's it's like really creeping up on me. 
do it do it i think okay. everyone that watches your show will love that i think they'll understand for all it. the right reasons <laughs> right maybe i can get you to jump in on it and we'll get some views uh, hey i need that. a haircut so <laughs> let's do it it's rough man so okay so let's get away from the rough part let's get to the good part you've got a cocktail yes. for us tonight and uh this is yes. an honor to have uh, somebody with your skill set and uh, resume dropping the uh, the knowledge on us that uh, I guess really you can make do. You have some Jack Daniels and then some items around the house. Take it away, man. What uh, inspired this and where uh, where is it best enjoyed? What room of the house while we're all locked <laughs> up in quarantine? You know, yeah, it's 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 the question I get most right now is like, hey, what can I make at home? Because obviously people are running out of supplies and certain things you know, you prioritize, you need Jack Daniels, but you might not be supplying your home bar with everything you normally would have. And so I, I just started rooting through my kitchen and said, what could I, you know, if I was going to make a drink and I didn't have all the things I have, what would I do? And I started opening cabinets, you know, I talk about this a little bit in the, in the drink thing, but you know, back in the seventies and eighties, my family would host father's day barbecues and nice. they're in the summer so my dad always you know he's one of those people that and my mother as well they really want their guests to feel like like you're rolling up to the ritz you know like there's nothing you need to do when you get to my parents house for uh even just dinner but this was like the big annual event and after a year or two my dad was like you know so hot and sunny and people want to refresh and relax and he started making pina coladas and they got so popular and the barbecue just kept growing. I think they got to like a hundred people. So the week before father's day, I just remember my dad in the kitchen with a blender and making pina coladas by the batch and putting them in um, freezer tubs and <laughs> freezing them. And he had this whole system where as soon as one of the, uh, you know, the pitcher things would be halfway done, he'd bring one out of the freezer. So by the time it melted a little bit, ready to rock and roll. And this went on and on and it kind of started my love for pina coladas and then my wife and i honeymooned in hawaii which pretty much you just throw everything out the window and everything right. has to have an umbrella <laughs> and um and i was like you know we're all stuck inside you know some people might have better views than others but you're not going anywhere so you know uh i said what could i make here and i really wanted to make my dad's famous recipe but i didn't have all the ingredients but i found enough of them to kind of fudge it enough and it's good you know it's it's it works and it does the right thing and to answer your question what room you want to be in the one that makes you the happiest you know the one where the music's on and the one where you know there's there's no computer bothering you with an email from work from last week just chill out you know recently i just discovered uh or rediscovered the artist melanie from the 70s sure. folk singer and um, she has a song a bob dylan cover um was it don't think twice it's all right and it's just kind of, it's good advice for us now, right? Like Absolutely. another phrase of my father's was, you know, too much thinking is no good, which I think he got from his mother, which, you know, and that with the song, it's very much resonating with me where, hey, we can't control everything that's happening right now. All we can do is make the best of what's happening in our world. And sometimes that might be a, a you know, off the cuff pina colada in your uh, man cave or, or, you know, she shed or together somewhere just, tuning out the world and saying, Hey, let's, let's relax. That's perfect. I think that, uh, the room was in our heart all along. 
Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Matt, our producer, we can flash, uh, we'll show some ingredients real quick, and then we'll actually show a video of this being made. So this is the staycation. This also inspired my uh, formal wear for this evening. Uh, real quick for the staycation, look at this. Somebody's a graphic designer. Uh, one and a half <laughs> ounces Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey, two cups frozen pineapple and strawberry, third cup of coconut milk, one ounce orange juice blend, all until smooth, and then enjoy. I like where this is headed, and I want to see how this is made. So we're going to roll this video, and uh, we'll see the staycation masterpiece from E.T. Today I'm going to make a quarantine cocktail that anyone can make from home. This one was inspired by my wedding anniversary, which was two weeks ago. And my wife and I had this great weekend getaway planned, and for obvious reasons we had to stay home. I really wanted to try to give my wife a little bit of a change of vibe, since the scenery is not changing. And to do that, I wanted to make this drink that we both love, which is a pina colada, especially on vacation. And it's based on the secret family recipe my dad came up with years ago, but I don't have the ingredients. So I scoured my kitchen and I found stuff that would make a very good home pina colada. Of course, we're gonna start with Jack Daniels. One thing I've discovered over the years about drinking and working with Jack Daniels, it does well in tropical drinks and tiki style drinks. So it's gonna do very well in this homemade pina colada. Uh, the other thing is frozen fruit. Luckily I had some pineapple and strawberry which will go well in this. And because it's frozen, it acts as an ice cube and it's gonna chill down the drink when you blend it. I also discovered we had coconut milk in our pantry, which I did not know we had. And then a little bit of OJ. When you're blending, you need some liquid in there to kind of get that blender rolling. And that's all you have to do is put it in the blender, press play. A few seconds later, we're going to bring the vacation we wanted to take home for a staycation. Enjoy the cocktail, get creative in your own kitchen, and stay safe. Happy anniversary, baby. Aloha. Aloha, indeed. Look, <laughs> was she the was she the the final edit on that one? She's like, we need more of uh, of you talking to me in this situation. Yeah, she's like, if you ever had a chance to wear that awful sport jacket you bought nine years ago, here it is. Put it on. <laughs> well, happy anniversary to you too. Thank and, you. And uh, the staycation is a hell of a way to uh, support that. So again, cheers again. Thanks to uh, Jack James for making this happen. Everybody, here, wait. Let's do this one. We're gonna do the oh, nice. split screen. Cheers. There it is. Oh yeah, here we go. Okay. Am I getting there yet? Uh, other side? I believe in you, Ethan. I'm not, uh, I'm not good at is. this. There, there we was. go. Boom. There we it's go. Cheers. Cheers to you. We're going to bring our uh, comic friends on in just a bit. I do want to know, so music and uh, spirits brought you into the fold of Jack Daniels, so I, we don't have to go with the best show you've ever seen. Somebody's probably been to a million shows, has several to pick from, but I guess uh, some of the more inspiring times that you've uh, seen live music. Let's let's hear it, man. You've got all those great uh, show <laughs> posters behind you on the uh, in the setup, so I appreciate that. But give me some of your best live shows you've seen. Um, look, I, I have to start off by saying um, I am Zeppelin obsessed, and uh, you know, and you know, Sinatra is a big part of my life, and Sinatra sang the words regrets i've had a few but then again too few to mention in 2007 led zeppelin reunited for one night only and did a lottery for 20,000 tickets and 20 million people tried to win i did not win and uh i had a chance to buy one ticket for a lot of money and fly to london and a friend of mine that knew someone that knew someone at a big ticket company said they're touring they're touring they're touring they just haven't announced it yet so i hedged my bets and did not go and that is the only regret I think I have <laughs> in life. Um, 
you know, missing that show. And there's a guy listening right now. His name is Keith. And he's really not a great guy because he had a ticket and he already had seen Zeppelin twice and he didn't give me his ticket. Um, so he should turn this off now because no one likes him. Yeah. Um, but shows I have seen, first show I ever saw was Neil Diamond. And I was 11, <laughs> I think. And I went kicking and screaming. My parents made me go and I left a lifelong fan. The guy is a rock star. Um, shows I chose to go to. In college, I saw Pink Floyd at the Carrier Dome at Syracuse. It's a pretty epic show. Um, think childhood friend of mine in nursing school, Mike Cook, and I went to that show. We both ended up going to college together, and that was a great experience. Um, I saw Plant. First time I saw anyone from Led Zeppelin, I saw Jimmy Page in college. But the first time I saw anyone really doing Zeppelin was Plant in, I think, 90, 1990. And um, seen him since. But I, one of the highlights would be one of their most recent memories uh we went i went back to philly where i'm from to visit my mom and my sister and kids and her husband and plant was playing in philly and i got like my cousin a, my buddy cook and a bunch of other friends all together and we went and saw robert plant and it was outdoors in the summer and it was amazing you know he still sounds amazing and um i'd have to say that was a pretty magical show just because of the vibe and who was there Absolutely. um you know the, well, another show that a non-Zeppelin related experience that really stands out, I saw Bowie in London in the 90s and it was, a, I think it was the Sound and Vision tour. So everything was in black and white. And he did this thing where he stood in front of a screen that he already recorded and did the show like move for move. It was, incre- I don't know how he did it, but it was pretty <laughs> incredible. And he's a talented, talented guy. It was a really talented guy. So you, the, only, um, you only go to just the greatest people who have ever played an instrument or, or performed those shows, right? You know, if you're going to take your time and go out, you know, I mean, look, there's also great, you run into like bands you've never even heard of. I go to Jazz Fest every year with a bunch of guys I grew up with, and now a bunch of guys from LA come with us. And, you know, yeah, there's the main stage and there'll be this, this cool show and someone that you're waiting to see all day. But then you just slide up on like the Blues 10 or the Zydeco 10 and you just get entranced by someone you never heard of. And now you go buy the album and now you're a fan of someone, you, you know, and that's how stuff happens, I guess. That's you know, Zeppelin didn't start in Madison Square Garden, you know? <laughs> Feels like they did. <laughs> they right. Damn, it kind of does. It kind of does. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Um, I guess I know Jack Daniels is uh, super involved with events and, and pushing different things, but I guess um, in your role, when things hopefully clear up, uh, maybe by summer, whenever things do clear up, we're allowed back out of the house. Uh, what do you want to do? What do you want to get out professionally and then personally? Give me, give me two answers. What do you want to do with the brand? What do you want to do with uh, with yourself and getting out and enjoying yourself? You know, look, it's it's really that's a tough question because right now there's just so much turmoil in that industry, yeah. and it's it's really kind of hard to see past day to day. Like right now, our, our only goal is how can we support the bar and restaurant industry and you know even musicians as well like brown foreman who owns jack i think they donated like a million bucks to the bartenders guild and restaurant workers and and music people and we do these concerts every friday night these live um streaming concerts with artists that that want to help too and try to raise as much money and locally what can we do in la or what can i do you know in different cities to help these out of work people that are so supportive of our brand and just supportive of all of us, right? We all go out we all go to dinner. We all go to restaurants and bars. And so that's really, how do we get through this together? 
and what can we do to help? And it's honestly like, I have a job, I have a wife, we have four dogs, it's great, but I still stress out because I feel like there's just, there's a never ending amount of things to do to kind of, you know, be doing the right things. And we just don't know what those right things are day to day. Um, so once we get past that, you know, uh, it's, it's really just getting back out there. And, and I have a lot of friends around the, in the industry and I can't travel right now. So it's, it's kind of, a you know, phone and this kind of stuff is great to connect. And <laughs> my wife was saying the other night, like, what if we didn't have technology? What if we didn't have Netflix for Tiger King or podcasts to listen to or music? You know, it's, it's, I can't even imagine a world that we don't, we're bummed out and we can do all this stuff. Imagine what you'd be doing a hundred years ago. Um, but it's nice. I, I, I look forward to getting out there and reconnecting. And then on a personal level, you know, um, seeing my family again, you know, my mom's in Philly and I miss getting, you know, when I travel, I get to dip into Philly a little bit and see my mom, my sister, the kids and, you know, all that good stuff. And my wife's family, whenever we get to travel a little bit further South. So it's, it's, that's tough, but we're all dealing it with it together. And I just hope, you know, because it, it is such a um, weird and, and unique time for all of us, yeah. you know, I hope we just kind of pay attention to each other and especially the ones that are closest to you and the ones that you love and, you know, check in and make sure they're doing okay. Because as much as someone might say, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. They might not be. And I would hate to see anyone suffering that doesn't have to just cause they can reach out. So, you know, I always say, um, we do this thing at Jack called phone it forward, where I try to make a couple calls every day and, and we hope that catches on. And instead of just throwing a text out, just call someone you love, call a coworker, a friend that you don't see and make sure they're good and put a smile on their face. And then hopefully someone does it for you. <laughs> I think that's what's happening right now. Is this was this corporate ordered that you had to talk to me? <laughs> like this Chris guy seems <laughs> kind of down in St. Louis. You need to chat with him. No, ET. No, are... man. They were like, hey, this guy's fun. Go go see him. <laughs> well, with this shirt on again, it's uh it's proof. Hey, you and Magnum PI are about the only two people that can pull that off. I'm upset I didn't get the full I was thinking about the full stash for this evening, but then I was like, oh, these comics are really talented. I don't feel like uh, walking out. Here <laughs> you don't want to be the victim. Yeah, let's right? not give them any more. I'm sure uh, there's a lot coming up. So well, ET, um, again, thanks to Brown Foreman. That that million dollar donation to the USBG was fantastic. I saw that. Yeah, well, it was split up a couple charities, but a yeah. lot went there but it was restaurant workers and usbg and some local louisville where our corporate office is but yeah it's a million bucks and it got to the right people and we keep doing more yeah it makes sense and we'll keep supporting you guys and i appreciate you coming on man thanks for the uh, one more time on the staycation drink on the, uh, <laughs> let's see the the flash of that uh we'll see the ingredients you all can make this at home it was made with uh, jack daniels and then some ingredients our guy et found around the house and look, prepping. honestly, if you don't have those frozen fruits, throw anything in there. You know, it'll work. Um, <laughs> throw a banana talking. in there. Peppermints, whatever you got. Peppermint might make that. Now you're getting a little crazy. You could use peppermint. Um, you know what you can do? If you want to make a syrup, melt peppermint in water, like an old candy cane or grandma's candies. Melt it down with water. Now you'll have a flavored simple syrup for your next fun invention. Okay. Well, we'll make sure we do that. Another quarantine cocktail. So, E.T., yeah, you thank go. you so much, man. It was great to chat with you. We're going to have to do it again sometime. Keep up the great work. Sounds good. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. E.T. joining us from Jack Daniels.
Again, check out this shirt. Uh, in just a second, we're going to bring on our, uh, our friends. As soon as I get a thumbs up, we got that. So here's what we're going to do. We've had DJ Murph on. He came on to open the show. He's going to come out to close the show. Uh, we're going to get ready to roast Tiger King in a segment, uh, in a segment called Target Practice. We're going to get to know the comics a little bit. They're very talented folks that were so kind to join us for this. And then we've got a special surprise musical guest uh, right after the roast as well. If we want to bring our comics in, uh, joining us from St. Louis, Missouri, our friend, uh, you've seen her on the show before, Meredith Hopping. Hello, Meredith. Nice. Uh, <laughs> you went themed. I appreciate it. Oh. Oh, we lost Meredith. This is If this happens to Colbert, it can happen to me. So we'll do a check on her. Mia Jackson, do we have audio for her? Mia, hello, how are you? Hey, do oh. you have audio for me? We do. How are you? Where are you? Are you in uh, on the East Coast? Uh, I'm on the East Coast. I'm in Maryland at the moment. Okay. How are? <laughs> Cheers to you, Mia. <laughs> oh, there's Meredith sound. <laughs> Cheers to you, Meredith. You're uh, you're on brand with the theme. Uh, wouldn't think. It. What are you What are you drinking? I'm drinking the drink, but I had blackberries, so it really just looks like a smoothie. So it's really great for all the moms that are now homeschooling. Um, just go ahead and put some Jack in your smoothie. Okay. And they can't tell. So, yeah. And uh, and moves like that uh, bring us to our, uh, our, our final comic joining us today, Alonzo Bowden, joining in uh, live from Cl Clippers Fan uh, Central. How are you, buddy? What's up? How you guys doing? Can you hear me? We yeah, we can. We can hear you great. You look great, and you're ready to roast Tiger King. I'm sure you're. You're jumping on uh, real quick. I just want to say thanks to all these folks, all these people. You can follow them online. Uh, the three of them have drastically had their incomes uh, <laughs> just torn to shreds by this whole thing. Sadly, uh, I haven't lost a dime, which is really not saying much for my career. It. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alonzo, you you were on a jazz cruise right before all this all this kicked off. Um, I'm guessing you'd rather be on that cruise right now. Well, we were actually about to leave um, the day that they canceled all cruises. So we were supposed to sail March 14th. And me and a bunch of the other artists, we had flown down on the 13th. And as we were getting off the plane, our phones go off and we're all looking at the same text like cruise is canceled. And I literally just walked to the other side of the airport, got on a plane and flew back home to LA and I've been home since. <laughs> well, uh, it even happened to the guy who won last comic standing. So you're, you're just, you're human like the rest of us. Uh, Mia, just to introduce you as well. You've uh, done last comic standing. You're a busy touring comic as well. How has uh, quarantine life treated you? Whew. Well, um, let's see. Did I tell you that so far I um, I spent one day coming up with dog names, but they were based. I don't have a dog, but I did the names based <laughs> on famous black people. So um, so I got canine Ivory Wayans and um, Angela Bassett. Hale, if I get a dog. So that's that's how. That's how far I've deteriorated as a person. So well, that's what I've been doing. Just, I, yeah. I want to shout out uh, in the comments, our friend uh, Yale is watching and uh, he's commented and he's uh, not quite tall. I go about 6'3", 
Me is six foot six one. Meredith six foot six one. <laughs> Lonzo, you're six three six four. We've got our uh, we've got a, a very elite six, club. Three. Okay. Yeah. 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 Six foot. So I'd like you guys to log off if you're under six feet tall. Right. Now. <laughs> this is this is an elite <laughs> camp. Wow. Uh, Meredith, how has your uh, quarantine life been? You said homeschooling. Are you doing a lot of work with your children? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm no. I, uh, like, the, the teachers, we have to, like, upload pictures of everything they do to prove it. Um, it what? is, it's crazy. Uh, I did get a dog. Um, Mia, can you help name the dog? <laughs> the dog, it was a foster, yes. so it came with yes. a name already. Um, but I failed at fostering and decided to adopt the dog. Um, <gasps> and. Yeah, the dog's name is Bunny. Um, that's the name she came with. And my last name is Hopping. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if one of you two don't write a joke to, to burn that. <laughs> it's not my no. fault. It's just what happened. Uh, I do want to yeah. let I do want to let folks know these uh, these kind comics have came up with some jokes on the spot. We're going to roast Tiger King here in just a bit, but I kind of mm. wanted to I want to get some opinions before we we get into the meat of everything. Let's start with you, Alonzo. Uh, did you did you watch the series in full? Not only did I watch it, I think I was one of the <laughs> early adopters. Oh, here I, comes hipsters, though. Okay. No, no. I have this. I have a number of feeds and in news feeds, and one of them talked about this crazy series coming out on Netflix. You know, Netflix always premieres things on Fridays. So I just went right over to Netflix and I watched it. And as I told everyone, here's the thing with watching Tiger King. Four minutes in, you're like, okay, I got to see how this turns out. I mean, we, we got the mullet. We got the tigers. We got the toothless husband. We got the crazy lady in Florida. And that's the first four minutes. It's a show yeah. where the smartest guy on the show, the most normal guy on the show, has no legs. How do you not watch that? <laughs> I, I, what, this is why you're on NPR and I'm not. So this is <laughs> that was so that was so accurate in uh, in your assessment. I mean, personally, I felt like I knew some of these people. I grew up in a rural area. Uh, Mia, you're from Georgia. I think you've seen some of this shit before. What? Uh, what? Did you, did you get into did you get into any character in particular, Mia? Uh, let me see. Who did I enjoy? I, you know what? I liked um, I liked Saf. I felt like that's a person who showed the kind of work ethic that I don't have. Because if you can get your <laughs> arm bit off and then go back to work, like that's that's the person you want on your team. You know what I mean? Like. It's making what one hundred and thirty-seven dollars a week, and it's like I'm going back. I quit a job on my lunch break before just because I didn't like the manager. So, <laughs> well, his I think whole arm gone. It's just absolutely uh, just... terrifying situation. I don't think I've ever worked that hard at any job, and still, no. I thought I don't know if you all caught the recap with uh, the great Joel McHale. Um, I thought Saf was pretty kind, saying like, "Oh, I don't want, I don't want him uh, rotting in prison." Like Saf is who we should all try to be, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Here's my question about Saf: How bad was his life that this was such an improvement? <laughs> That's the state of what America. What was Saf doing that this is a great job? 
I got my arm bit off by a tiger. And he's telling Joel McHale, because I saw that. He's like, I love the guy. Why is he in jail? I want to go back to work. Seth, what was your life before this? I need to know that. And, and you all just go ahead and get it out of the way. The one white guy on the panel, I'll take all the blame. Go ahead. Just fire it my way. It's my I fault. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it this works. is one show. Now, there's a lot of complaints about diversity in TV. This is a show. I am so glad there were no black people on this show. I was watching every episode just like, please, don't let us have anything to do with this. Can we just not? I was like, yeah, it ain't us. Oh, uh, Meredith, you're, you're white and you support the Tiger King by wearing his official merchandise. No, 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 no. That's not from the I gift am, shop? I'm reclaiming a tiger print uh, <laughs> after it almost, there was like a few days after watching Tiger King where I couldn't wear it, um, couldn't bring myself to wear it. And, uh, but I decided I'm going to go ahead and reclaim it um, for all the newly divorced women in America. What else are we going to wear? Uh, Carol Baskin almost ruined it for us. Um, but no, I was at first, I was like, oh, this is so interesting. This is so fun to watch. And then it becomes, it became like a chore, like this weight on my back. Like I have to finish this. I have to see it through these people. Um, cause are we allowed to give spoilers? Yeah. You know right what? Now? If you haven't watched it yet, you're it's Saturday and you're live yeah. streaming, you're live streaming three talented people and one dude on a mic. Um, you're just going to have to deal with it. Spoiler alert. We've got jokes to tell. We've after, got... after, yeah, after the Travis episode, it was just like, uh, like it all went so, uh, Can we... ooh, so quick. And then it was lightened back up by, uh, Joe talking about his balls mm. in his face. Can we, is Zoe... that, wait, is that not, is no. that okay? It's okay. Zoe, I need to talk to you about, you know what? All of us can weigh in on this as well. That Travis dude was a big guy. And whatever he took into the side of that that truck, I was like, why didn't he do that to, to Exotic like a year or two prior? I, I feel like he was a big athletic guy that it just never, I guess he was happy on his three-wheelers and uh, shooting guns. Zoe, do you feel this like This is another like guy that you, you look at him and they said, what, he was a college kid. He was a surfer. Right. And, mm -hmm. and doing this and he's hanging out and having a good time. What happened that he he got? I don't even, I don't even remember how they met. But now you're on this farm in Oklahoma with a and, and Travis was straight. Supposedly, you've got a guy, a gay guy with a mullet, a gun on his leg and tigers. And you're like, you know what? This straight life. I've had enough of it. I want to bounce my balls in this guy's face and see how that turns out. What the hell? What day do you make that decision? Like, oh yeah, I'm. I'm. He was young, right? He was like 19, yeah, 20 19. when he went yeah. down there. You got your whole life ahead of you, and you're like, you know something? I'm gonna feed tigers and and check out mullet balls because mullet balls. <laughs> I think when I was bored when I was 19, I would just kick over mailboxes. And then this guy goes and lives on a tiger farm. Uh, mm -hmm. Mia, any any animals in particular that would talk you into uh, switching your uh, sexual preference? What? <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm. No. Couldn't not, be done? There couldn't not, be a, not, a, jo a Josephine not, exotic? Okay. Not. 
not one. I just, it's, I mean, I don't generally fool with animals. Uh, like even, I mean, I love dogs and that's been a more like a recent, well, you know, I take it back. If somebody had a corgi, I might be willing to um, have a chat with somebody. <laughs> I like corgis. I really, I really want a corgi. So if a, if a, if Josephine Bazaar oh, came, <laughs> yeah, that's listen, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to say if she's out there and she got at least two corgis. <laughs> I might be, I might be willing to take off these glasses for her. Meredith, it's a <laughs> shame. It's a shame your new puppy isn't a isn't a corgi. I'll just, just uh, I know. All right, this if right I here. I only just, know. She's Man. coming in. Uh, I have a. <laughs> I have a quick question, Zoe. I've seen you doing uh, stand-up shows. Is it the Laugh Factory? Um, yes. And how? Like, give give it to us straight. I've heard other comics be like, just knock it off. We all just have to not perform. Or you can do podcasts. You can do silly stuff like this. The art of stand-up live, the way you've been doing it, Laugh Factory. Give me your analysis of uh, of of your performance or just the experience as a whole. You're just, you're super funny guy. You okay. headline. You, you do all kinds of stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you that, but we're going to back up a minute because you were talking about <laughs> animals, okay? For one minute, can we talk about the tigers? What about, nobody is talking about the tigers. Tigers were like man-eating beasts, respected in the jungle. The Lion King gets James Earl Jones, Disney, and Broadway, and tigers get Joe Exotic, <laughs> What the hell <laughs> kind of a lack of respect is that tigers used to eat people. Now they're taking selfies with kids in Oklahoma. Somebody, anybody, speak up for the tigers. No one's talked to them. Monkeys are laughing at them right now, saying, look at your bitch ass taking kids selfies at the mall. At the mall, for God's sake. I won't work the mall. I have worked the Laugh Factory with no audience, and I won't work the mall. And tigers are doing it. It's a damn shame. This used to be America. Wow. I think we just end the show there. I don't. I, we're not, I, mean, I, I know the two of you down below don't have anything better than that, just without even saying. Yeah, it, so. I, I don't. I, I, mm -mm. No, Chris. Mm -mm. Let, mm -mm. Doing the Laugh Fact. This is what's uh, funny about the Laugh Factory streaming. It is weird to do live streaming shows with, with no audience. But that particular club, I've been at the Laugh Factory. I've been doing shows there for 25 years. I'm so at home on that stage. I was actually doing my act as if there were an audience in the room. It, it was just natural to me. It's, it's, it's home. So it was okay. Some people can laugh at it some don't i look at it as it's like doing your job man like you do radio when you do jokes on radio you have no idea if anyone's laughing right? <laughs> they usually do don't they and are they are the and you but you just do it right and you just yeah. keep going so i just looked at it like that you know a lot of people are like i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it really offer them some cash say hey man here's some cash we need you to do a live stream for nobody and watch watch how busy watch how you know funny they become how ready they are to go to work sorry people are calling me right now they don't know i'm busy <laughs> <laughs>
See, I think, Zoe, I, I think that you've got a point there. And, and, uh, and we have another friend, and, and far be it for me to name drop the guy because I love him, Ian Bag. He he made the point. He was like, oh, Tonight Show hosts aren't so funny without a crowd, huh? Like, they're not even... They're, <laughs> They're not even that great with a. They're not even that great of podcasters. No, it's 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 a really it's a tough time. But I think the three of you all being in uh, in entertainment and uh, at various levels in your careers, like this is gonna go down. Is like I don't know anything. I guess anything's possible. I don't know that there is anything else that could affect so many people this way that's gonna happen again in our lifetime. I mean, am I right? Like, is there? I can't think of anything else that would slow it down. That that's affecting everyone so uh, so strongly. Mia? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> She's like, uh, being on this show. I was like, well, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I can't. This is it. Like, I, yeah. I, this is the only thing that I think that could ever just shut us down. Just, and I mean, just because what, what, cause you people perform under all kind of conditions. I mean, I've... I mean, except for maybe, um, like, I've done shows in New York when it's snowing, and it's just, you know, and people are like, all right, we're still doing a show. You can get here, can't you? You know, so it's like, this is, I'm in pain, okay? That's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to expose that. I think the views will go up. This is, I am, you just, I didn't think I was hurt until now. Like, I thought my titties were just sweating, but it turns out they're crying. Like, that's... (laughs) That's I what made, it is. I made them that's, cry. That happens. That's what it is. I, that happens. Isn't that lactation? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's under underneath, not the not the nipples. It's under it's the sweat under under here. Onlyfans.com so slash the... Mia Jackson. Yes, titters and titties <laughs> on OnlyFans. Okay. What were you saying, no, Meredith? Um... <laughs> I just I just wouldn't think that the tear ducts on boobs would be underneath them i just i hadn't thought about that well this is gonna be (laughs) it's gonna be a roast not an argument okay so let's take it easy ladies all right let me tell you something mia mia let me tell you something at this level of the quarantine after this much time you go online showing pictures of crying titties there's some guys who are like crying titty porn i ain't been there yet i promise you I promise See, you, viewers you. of crying titty porn. Thank you. I appreciate that. You just gave me a new <laughs> career path to take. Thank you. New Chris adventure. does not see the vision. Meredith don't see the vision. Y'all don't see the vision. I, I oh. see the vision. I did. I did one of those push-up challenges and <laughs> did it while eating cheesecake. And I didn't think there was oh. anything sexy about it, but you would not believe what came oh. into my inbox. Oh, God. That is what. What time. is the push-up challenge? How, what is that? Just doing ten push-ups. Okay. Ten. I wasn't <laughs> was sure. I've, I've heard different <laughs> things. Somebody told me it was fifty, so I've been like working my way up. Ten, I'm good with. I can do ten. Yeah, I can do ten. Please don't ask me to participate. Thank you. We'll move forward. <laughs> Uh, all okay. Right. So we've all got, we've all, uh, we've been asked to bring some jokes to the table. I shouldn't okay. say we, I'm going to guide you all through it. <laughs> We're going to go one joke okay. at a time. Uh, and we'll let, uh, our friend Meredith kick it off. Meredith will Ooh. tell a joke. We'll talk a little bit. Mia will tell a joke. We'll talk a little bit and, uh, we'll just kind of buzz it around like that. And this will be the most fun you guys have had during quarantine, uh, so far. That's my <laughs> prediction. 
Uh, Meredith, let's uh, kick off this Joe Exotic Tiger King roast uh, with your first joke. What do you have for us? Right. So R. Kelly ain't got nothing on Doc Antle. And if given a choice between the two, I definitely choose R. Kelly because he'd only pee on me, not indoctrinate me. <laughs> Somebody with a Christian background there, huh? <laughs> uh, it's true. Yeah, that guy was something. Um, I've said this on another show, but um, all three of you uh, can can get behind this. Did it make anyone's head explode whenever Doc Antle tried to point the documentary production crew like where they should set up? I was like, stop it. That is their job. <laughs> stop <Yeah>. it. <laughs> that drove me insane. Mia, what's your, uh, what's your first joke? Well, one, how many of these do I have to do? That's the uh, first thing. If you got <laughs> if you got three to five, like let's try for five. I'm a, I got at least five. All right, here's the first one. Joe Exotic looks like he still tries to buy stuff with camel cash. <laughs> That's, uh, those, hey, hey, don't throw that away. <laughs> I know it's, I know Camel Cash is only available on eBay now, but he looks like he still thinks it's a current form, you know, of currency. So six duffel bag have an ass. <laughs> How about you, Zoe? What's your first? Well, I've already burned the tiger material. So <laughs> I was like, man, he really he's really got a lot today. That's ambitious. Let me tell you, John's teeth were social distancing before it was a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alonzo Bowden, follow his YouTube channel. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Shout out to Beth. How about, uh, how about Meredith Hopping? What you got? Um, so James, does everyone remember who James is? Catch us up. Huh? The little guy that owned the pet shop that became like oh the, yeah uh, with the haircut with the weird haircut with the yeah. haircut so yeah james from tiger king helped us finally answer the age-old question what happened to stillwell from peewee's playhouse mm, nice Stillwell. i was thinking too he's like uh he's like the owner of the raiders like I, zoe you could appreciate that he's kind of like a, <laughs> a bastard nephew of the owner of the uh, oakland soon-to-be vegas raiders nice work meredith Mia, I know you've uh, I know you've got twenty or thirty Tiger King jokes. What's your next one? Okay, all right. And most of mine, I'm letting you know, I'm mine is mostly based on people's appearances. Uh, Rick <laughs> Kirkham. Rick Kirkham. He simultaneously looks like Freddy Krueger before and after he was burned. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, poor Rick, the only one with That's industry experience. Cool. Right. Oh, I mean he. I was like, what happened? Like, he looks like Freddy Krueger was like, you know what? I just, I'm a reality producer now. I'm some reality TV producer. That's, and that's not what just, I'm doing. And not just in your nightmares. I'm not just in your nightmares. I'm here and I now wear a black hat. That's what he, yeah. I'm trying to think, Zoe, have you ever been, in, or Mia, I, I don't think Meredith, you would have, has Rick ever been a part or like around it, like stuff you guys were doing? Like, I wonder, I just wonder throughout no. the years, he seemed like yeah. he was a guy who was kind of just at things. Like, just, yeah, you start looking into it. I'm like, oh no, this guy was like a legitimate producer and, and a personality. And he went and lived on a tiger farm in Oklahoma. <sighs> Cheers. To Never him. worked with him. Never heard of him. <laughs> 
that's a face you will remember. Yeah, yeah you'll remember that man. Seared into your memory. Um, Zoe, what's your next one, buddy? Staying on my friend John, I would have to say, looking at John, looking at, at those teeth, he's got a tattoo that says property of Joe Exotic. Mm. He, he doesn't own a shirt. There were crack whores looking at him saying, oh, I didn't sink that low. <laughs> I mean, that, I, I've got standards, for God's sake. <laughs> Thank you, Lonzo Bowden. I thought about that guy. I actually, here's how bad, I was so excited for him and his new teeth, and I'm like, yeah, the dude's talking to Joel McHale. How fun is that? And then there was just nothing in the tank. And I feel like that interview with Joel was like worse for him than living on that farm. Does anybody agree or did anybody get that feel from that? He just had nothing to give. I think my favorite thing about him was he claimed he didn't do meth. And I'm like, well, candy's bad for your teeth. So I guess you were just eating some meth flavored candy around the house. That's what happens on those farms in Oklahoma, though. Uh, Meredith, what's your uh, what's your next joke in your in your Joe Exotic official <laughs> shirt? So Joe Exotic taking time to put on his EMS jacket uh, before attending to an employee that had had their arm ripped off completely justifies me for all the times I've ever been late because I wanted to have on the perfect ensemble. It matters. <laughs> That was disturbing. That was disturbing. And Meredith, no, I'm so what? glad you could I'm so glad you could connect with the worst part of I was like, this is worse than every ugly American statement a European person ever said. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. He's like, I gotta look fly, man. I, I gotta let people know. I I got a sweet bomber. He could control that. He can't control that someone's arm got eaten, but he can control what he's wearing. Uh, Mia, are you addressing? I relate the, to that. Are you addressing the gift shop people the way he did? Or are you gonna? Um, what the? Uh, you said, am I addressing them? The, are you addressing? Because then he didn't he, he offered them a deal. He was like, you get rain jacket, or come back. Or, I don't know, whatever. It's like somebody's whole arm is missing. <laughs> Mia, what's your? I mean, Joe What's Exotic knows his priorities. He All right, does. here we go. Um, let me see. Uh, hold, let's see how this works. Because again, I'm staying on appearances. <laughs> Jeff Lowe looks like the uncle who always wants you to sit in his lap, but not until you're a teenager. Hmm? Ugh. <laughs> That's Come on. also just true. Yeah. Come on. I, I love that how man is a man is a creep. Absolutely that man was. looks like he just just carries around a flask of rohypnol like that's that's how he looks you can't i don't believe he doesn't have it on him he always has it it's part of his it's part of his look right up with the uh the jacket and the oakley's and everything else and i love how zoe and i just like lost it and then meredith and mia were just like kind of like i i remember that uncle like that's, that was, <laughs> now for the, for the record i have good uncles I'm, i was most, I was talking about white uncles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about white uncles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your uncles. Okay. The neighbor. Okay. Uncles are solid, solid people. Uh, Alonzo Bowden, again, you can find him. His YouTube channel's popping. All his social media's popping. He just tweeted out the other day that uh, late to the party, but YouTube's a great way to waste time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
You can check them out on NPR, everything else. So real quick, Zoe, next joke. Well, it's educational because until I watched Tiger King, I did not know Walmart meat expired. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> He thought, he, thought it was, uh, he thought it was like those McDonald's burgers they do tests on. They're like, here we are, seven no, they were years like later. No, they were like Twinkies. They're just going to be there forever. <laughs> Who knew that you, you, you got the expired meat at Walmart? I, you got to think about that, too. That makes um, Saf that much more impressive because of his, uh, his weekly pension. And that's eating raw, uh, raw or expired meat from Walmart. So one more shout out to Saf. Uh, how's this going? Are we feeling good about the Tiger? I like this. You guys came up with these so quick. So everybody, let's uh, a quick cheers and a shout out to our comics. We're going to go through some more jokes oh. here. But if you're just tuning in, we've got uh, our friend Meredith Hopping, Mia Jackson, Alonzo Bowden, all very talented folks himself. Mia just recently put out a special on Comedy Central. You can go watch that. Meredith, you should follow her. She's always staying busy online at Meredith Hopping. And again, Alonzo Bowden, you can catch him on NPR. He's podcasting. He's performing to no crowd at the Laugh Factory. And he's hanging out here with us. So he's a very generous man. <laughs> uh, Meredith, what's your next joke? Yeah, so I'm going to kind of go off of what Alonzo said. And so how we felt when we realized that the Walmart expired meat was what was on the pizza uh, at the restaurant is mm. how everyone's going to feel once they see who they've been sexting and sending nudes to during quarantine <laughs> without the Instagram filters. <laughs> That's so true. I'm walking into grocery stores, Meredith, and I'm seeing I got my mask on. It is nothing but hungry eyes peering out at everybody. Like it is awkward. Like people are I can see it. They're just like, hey, nice eggs. <laughs> like it's it's getting strange. And I feel like online that people have too much access to each other. So great joke. Uh Mia. All right. This is my fourth one. So I'm just letting you know I got one more left. All right. <laughs> That's the light. Mia gave us the light. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Everyone at the zoo looks like they consider Marlboros and Jim Beam to be the base of the food pyramid. <laughs> nice call on the Jack Daniels uh, sponsored stream. That's perfect. Yes, I, I agree. That's, <laughs> that's no way to live. And that's the way that she <laughs> Look at Mia. Mia knows what's going on here. Uh, great work. And she only has one joke left. She gave us the light. Uh, Joe, I don't know how many jokes you have left after you burned through that uh, jet fuel at the beginning of the uh, conversation. Tiger King monologue. Well, Chris, I'm going to say this. We're all sitting here laughing at the Lion King, making fun of everyone on this show. But keep in mind, right now, Jeff is sitting at home with that hot-ass nanny, and I'm sitting here talking to you. <laughs> Tough, man. I'm... I didn't get jealous of that guy one time. And then now, Zoe, you've brought me to the light. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I needed humbling in my uh, in my quarantine uh, cockiness. So thank you, sir. Uh, Meredith, I don't know if you uh, are giving us the light, but I bet you've got a couple more or maybe one more. Uh, this is, yeah, I think this is going to be my last one, uh, along with Mia. On behalf of all white people, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize for slavery. Uh, and now Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, thank you. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't ready to apologize for either, so that's a big that's a big step for Well, you. you are a white man, so yep. yeah. Perfect. It's a little harder for you. 
Uh, cheers to Meredith and the comments. We'll get to some comments here in a second. A super thank you to everybody that's tuning in. Again, you should follow Alonzo Bowden, Meredith Hopping, Mia Jackson. Support them and all of the great work that they do. I know they've got all varying differences of, uh, of awesome things happening. So let's keep them uh, supported. And whenever it's time to go see shows again, you can go out and laugh your tail off with them. Mia, let's uh, see this famous closer. All right. This is the final one. Guys. <laughs> On the surface, you wouldn't think Tiger King and Black Panther have anything in common, but they're both cat-themed projects that make Black people feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> Mia, I see why that was the closer. Wonderful job. <laughs> Bravo. It's the best Bravo. I could do. It's the best I could do. That's fantastic. <laughs> Zoe, you got one more? You got 10 more? What do you got for us? Well, I did my closer two jokes ago, and I've just been writing as we're talking. So, this is a pro, I'm gonna people. Out, I'm going to go out on this one. Carol's husband was fed to the tigers, and in the world of Tiger King, he won. <laughs> That's perfect. I'll, I'll jump on. I mean, Carol... Uh, <laughs> Carol may have killed her husband with a tiger, allegedly. Is there any doubt she fed him to the tigers? Is is anyone not, you know, is there anyone still saying she didn't feed her husband to the tigers? Dude, so this is allegedly, I'll speak on behalf of uh, Alonzo Bowden uh, for any Baskin lawyers or uh, folks tuning into this podcast. (laughs) Um, One million percent. When is any time ever, all three of you, have you ever met someone that goes, <laughs> and they're telling the truth. <laughs> Name one time, one time, one time, just Never one. It, the three of you, yeah. you've traveled the world, you do this. No, not mm-hmm. one of you have met anybody. <laughs> that's not That's not an innocent woman, allegedly. So that's what we're saying. No, what was that, Mia? You had an opinion on, uh, on coming on this about, uh, what was it you were saying that, uh, I believe Mia was saying that Carol may have allegedly killed her husband, but I've killed all three of your careers by having you come on this today. So thank you guys <laughs> very much. I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, 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 we, real quick. Uh, Zoe, what do you got for me? Uh, what do you mean? What's coming oh, up? What am I, I doing? No, I, we're going to plug things in just a second. I had, I thought you said something. My apologies. So if you're all tuned in, this is We Are Live. My name is Chris Denman. This is Mia Jackson, Alonzo Bowden, Meredith Hopping from here in St. Louis. We've got, uh, we've got a surprise. So not only do we get to bring on super talented folks like DJ Murph, we talked to our guy E.T. Now we've got Mia, Meredith, and Alonzo. I, uh, I pulled this off, and it's because of super talented people like this during quarantine time, having some extra time, that we're going to get a live performance. Uh, this is my man, Womack. He's the front man for a band called Future Birds. They were just in, uh, they were just well, hey, in Rolling Stone not too long ago. <laughs> and now my man, Womack's live from Georgia, and, uh, and he's got a special cover for us. Womack, what's good, my friend? Can y'all hear me out there? <laughs> <laughs> yes future birds new album you can check it out teamwork get it on spotify they got a bunch of merch he's playing live stream shows all over the place on instagram right now Womack, i know uh i'll get super excited if you play some originals but can you play us off in style from this tiger king uh from this tiger king segment well you know i think i might be able to do something like that chris thanks for having me back on by the way bud and y'all are hilarious i've been watching y'all this is great thanks so much for having me and let's do this 
All right, here we go. This song is, um, you know it. Tell all the hunters and lay down their guns. Tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love. Let them run the jungle. Let them run their lands. They stand back in marvel. It was a beautiful cat. I saw a tiger, now I understand. I saw a tiger, the tiger saw a man. Cause I can give them a home, so safe and warm. <laughs> but the law wants to ban me, won't you tell me who's wrong? Every time they move, every time they breathe, I can feel the power, I can feel the heat. I saw a tiger, now I understand. I saw a tiger, the tiger saw a man. Time is a chicken. They will soon be gone. So you better take a picture. What a sad, sad song. Call it Armageddon. It's such a painful loss. When they kill all the tigers in the Tiger Holocaust. Woo! I saw a tiger. Now I understand. I saw a tiger, the tiger saw a man. I saw a tiger, the tiger saw a man. I saw a tiger, the tiger saw a man. I saw a tiger saw a man. Womack from Futureverse <laughs> covering the the wonderful hit of uh, of the quarantine, <laughs> Tiger King. Right. Man, you've been playing that on your live streams, and do you feel inspired after uh, having performed it here on the show? Yeah, yeah, I think that was definitely the best one. If, uh, <laughs> I've played it, <laughs> I've played it a few times in the past week, and um, it gets better every time, man. This is a great, this is a great song. It, it certainly is. I honestly don't think that's I don't think that's Joe Exotic singing that honestly. Uh Zoe, Zoe, did you immediately did you know immediately like that was the first thing I thought of? Oh yeah. That you mean was it really Joe Exotic or Right. That was the first thing that came into my head. I was like, there's this is Millie Vanilli. This is this is something. <laughs> yeah, no, it, listen, Womack, you were great. No, there's no way Joe Thank Exotic you, was singing, but who the hell cares? Honestly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. At yeah, that point, was it really that when you were like, no, I can't watch this anymore. He's not actually singing. Is that what exactly, it was? Right. <laughs> Listen, everybody, uh, Chris, you guys, I love being on here. I honestly have to go. I have another Zoom interview show you to killed do it. right now. So, so I hate to joke and run, but that's what I got to do. So thank you all. <laughs>
and and good luck with the Tigers. I don't know. Chris, <laughs> next time you want to do this, lose my number. No, really. I'm <laughs> I Thank say you, that with nothing but love. You're the best, buddy. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Fans at Alonzo Bowden. Chris will tell you where to find me. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. At Alonzo Bowden, follow his YouTube channel, Instagram. You can just close out, Alonzo. We'll just keep, we'll just talk bad about you after you leave. Uh, and you can follow <laughs> Zoe online. You can see all his uh, updates. You can see his comedy shows he's been doing at the Laugh Factory with, uh, with no uh, <laughs> crowd whatsoever. Meredith, where can people uh, support you? What do you have going on in your life? Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Meredith Hopping, um, both those places. And I'm working on some projects pivoting as i think everyone is right now and so definitely stay tuned on my social media to keep abreast of those things take it easy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at mia, mia comedy mia started it that's true at mia <laughs> comedy is uh, where you follow her mia what uh, what do you want people to do to support you well <laughs> After you, um, and by the way, you two are both from Georgia. Yeah. Mia and uh, Womack, do you guys yeah. have like a handshake you want to do or something? Do we want to cheer? Oh, wow. Do we have a man? We don't really have a Georgia handshake. Maybe we can do like where a, are you there from? Womack, fist bump. Where do you live? Womack, I'm in, I'm in Savannah, Womack. Georgia. What is it? Womack, Womack. I'm saying, yeah, it's, it's it's Womack. Well, I'm in Savannah, well, Georgia currently, but I'm, I'm well, from Waynesboro, well, Georgia, which is a super small town. Womack, I am. Is that near Statesboro? Yeah, right, no, I, lived was, for a, for a, I lived in Statesboro for a, a long time. Oh, my sister as, went as to a, school there. Yeah, she probably okay, know Georgia Southern. Yeah. I bet they know. And I, um, Southern. Yeah, and I'm from Columbus, and I um, went okay. to uh, I went to Georgia. Yeah, right on. Yes, I went to I Georgia was, too. Go, go dogs. Yeah, go dogs. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and go Jack Daniels uh, and uh, and Brown oh, Foreman for she, making this happen. How I, do people follow Chris, you, and how do they support you, Chris? Oh, all right. I'm Cheers, sorry, Meredith. Um, Cheers, Meredith. Um, well, let's nope. see where. Uh, let's see, Mia that Comedy <laughs> on things, and um, yeah, Mia, Mia Comedy, and um, what else? Oh, I, here are things people could go watch. It, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter, but I just mostly retweet and, and post when I'm forced to. Um, <laughs> but I was just in a documentary that was on. Um, Comedy Central called This Is Stand Up. And that just came out this past Sunday. So uh, you can watch that on demand. So you can see clips of me doing stuff and telling jokes. And then I had a half hour on Comedy Central that came out November of 2019. And you can, I think you can still watch that on demand. And if you happen to have Epics, I have something on there too from 2018. So just watch it. And what I really would like for people to watch though is like, go watch. Um, the movie uh, Mother's Day and um, watch Nickelodeon Nick Moms Out. I don't have kids, but I'm telling people specifically to watch those because I get SAG residuals. So um, <laughs> if people could just, I would like a check that's more than two cents. Yes. That's what I, yeah. That's Go what watch the movie Mother's Day. Uh, we do have yeah. DJ Murph about to come back up. Womack, you have a guitar. I don't know if you want to play Killing Ground, Trippin', another song off the new album, or if you want to just, do we want to rock out and go to DJ Murph? What do you want to do? You tell me. Well, man, you want to hear Killing Ground? I can I can play Killing Ground for y'all if y'all want to hear it real quick. I new think song. I did Trippin' last, last week, so I'll do Killing Ground this week. Beautiful. Killing Ground. Teamwork. Yeah. The new album. And then we're going to throw to DJ Murph. Thank you guys so much. We're going to uh, hear one more song and then throw to DJ Murph.
Thanks again, y'all. This one's called Killing Ground, and it's off of our most recent record called Teamwork. You can get it all over the place, y'all. Well, there's something on me always keeps me in my head. It takes me back to some place I shouldn't go again. You could be my blessing. Yeah, baby, you could be my curse. Who am I? I can't deny the universe. So I've seen some poor like a monster. And I still taste you from the night It's intoxicated. It's poison on your breath. So kiss me back to life, baby. Kiss me to death. It's through the smoke and ashes, the whole world's burning down. We flicker like a fire, slow dance on the killing ground. Time goes by like headlights on the highway. The outline of the storm clouds in the night. And I can see those city lights just beyond the hill. And I hold you tight, cause I know this time is real. Womack from Future Birds, you're a delight, sir. Thank you for coming on. Huge fan. Thanks and, for having uh, me, y'all. Really appreciate it. The Tiger King song as well. I saw a tiger. I know <laughs> Mia is just in a trance 
from the Tiger King song. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was texting. I'm so sorry. You know what? You're all right. Uh, last comments real quick again before we throw to DJ Murph. I want to thank Alonzo Bowden, Meredith Hopping, uh, Mia Jackson, our guy E.T. from earlier. That was so fun. And, of course, Womack from Future Birds. If you follow Future Birds on Instagram and then Woms on Instagram, he's doing shows like, I can't believe he worked this in tonight. So this worked out very well. He's, <laughs> he's the busiest man on Instagram. So I appreciate that. Uh, Meredith, I'm just any, having fun, man. You are, and you're killing it. And thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Meredith, any last words? Um, just for all the parents who are finding themselves uh, teaching their kids all of a sudden at home, like, don't worry about it. Keep them alive. There you go. That's so yeah. practical. Mia, again, people are going to go support all of your work at Mia Comedy. Cheers to you. Cheers to everybody. Thanks to Jack Daniels for making this happen. Cheers. What are you drinking tonight, Womack? I'm drinking a Miami Vice. And yeah, it, it, it all started with with your stream the other day when we did the pina coladas. I've been drinking them since then exclusively. So cheers to you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to everybody. Again, at We Are Live Radio, you can follow us everywhere. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. We hope everybody out there enjoyed it. Keep your heads up. We're going to get through this. Take it away to DJ Murph. Check, check, check. What up, guys? Want to shout out Chris and We Are Live. That was an awesome podcast. Hopefully, we can end on a good note.
Some little funky. Shout out Jack Daniels. Shout out Chris. Shout out everyone on the podcast today. Shout out my little bro.
to shout out Chris again, and we are live. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We in Throwback Central right now. Throwbacks with a twist. I'll be coming for your love, again thank you guys for rocking with me tonight my name is dj murph shout out jack daniels i hope y'all getting drunk tonight We're gonna go up a little. Thank 
walking through the valley of the shadow of death, you know. Yeah, God, not them. I wrote that on my chest, you know. I'm gonna end my set this time with some personal music. This is my own project with my buddy Spencer Flower. Shout out Spencer Flower. This project is called Milk. M-I-I-L-K. Next, like five, six songs. All us. I'm stomping on their heads like. Hey. Like this, son. Walking through the valley of the shadow of death, you know. Yeah, God, not them. I wrote that on my chest, you know. Check it. Come on. Like this, son. That was called Loop Bag. This next one I'm mixing in is called Club Banger. project is called Milk, M-I-I-L-K. Shout out my boy Spencer Flowers. Jack Daniels, shout out Chris, thank you for allowing me to do this, man. Shout out, we are live. This project is called Milk, M I I L K. Well, if it sounds so. Ain't nobody, nobody. 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 Ain't
This is called the Mind Shaker. M-I-I-L-K. We call ourselves Milk. You can find us on all social media platforms. Milk, M-I-I-L-K, official. At Milk Official. My name is DJ Merz. This is called the Mind Shaker. Hey. I got one more. You puff it, puff it, the mind shaker. Hey. Chris, thanks again for having me. Shout out, we are live. My name is DJ Murph. This is my project called Milk Music. Where this coming from? I've never been through this before. I'm a submit. I had a couple drinks down at the bar. I know that ain't no. Here we go. Oh. Hey. I think we're gonna end on this. Speaking of drinks down at the bar, shout out Jack Daniels. Shout out, we are live one more time. Shout out, Chris. Thanks for having me, bro. I really appreciate it. Here we go. Hope this is good for your pregame tonight. Hope y'all have a good Saturday night. Coming from, I've never been through this before. I'm a submit, I had a couple drinks down at the bar. And no, that ain't no. Here we go. Uh. our project called Milk. My name is DJ Merg. Appreciate y'all listening to me tonight. There it is. Our guy DJ Murph closing out the show, but not before we say happy birthday to our guy E.T. who was on earlier. I uh, I got so excited. I even had uh, printed up a picture of a uh, Jack Daniels birthday cake. Uh, that we were going to show off, but uh, major, major shout out to E.T. for all the great work him and Jack Daniels have done and for putting this on tonight. My name is Chris Denman. We Are Live is a podcast. We uh, work here at Midcoast Media. We're super busy with a lot of different things, and that's because we're helping a lot of wonderful, wonderful charities like St. Louis Counseling Services, our uh, our 
friends at uh, Buy Jack are putting out shirts for small businesses, charities, uh, all kinds of stuff happening. These are strange times. So to be able to bring something like this tonight uh, really, really made us all very happy. I hope it did you too. And uh, you can follow us at We Are Live Radio. Subscribe on iTunes. Do the whole thing. The Facebook page. Tell your friends. If you enjoyed this, this is a very new, unique show tonight. Future Birds, Womack, our friend uh, Alonzo Bowden. Follow him on all the socials. Mia Jackson, Meredith Hopping. Again, happy birthday to E.T., new friend uh, that we've made. Super cool guy. And DJ Murph, just uh, tearing it up. And big shout-out to Matt, our uh, producer, Matt McElrath, Media Outlaws. You can follow us uh, on YouTube. He's built a great YouTube channel. Him and some friends have done that over the years, and we're proud to be a part of that. So excited to keep bringing you fun shows. Thanks to Jack Daniels and all of our other friends for uh, making this happen. So until next time, it's Chris Denman. Thank you guys so much. Stay safe. We are live, live, live.